Welcome to the Wee Warriors podcast, the Japanese-inspired podcast brought to you by the Fish Steaks crew. If you hear something that you'd like to see from this episode, we have the video version on our YouTube channel, Fish Steaks. Thanks for listening. Hi guys, welcome to the Wee Warriors podcast. I think this is episode four now, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. I think it's episode four. Morgan, how many minutes? Um, uh, three. No, two. Wait. <laughs> Some. Two. You're in the first one, remember? Yeah. It's been that long she doesn't remember what one she was in. Oh, but anyway. In case you've forgotten, that's what Morgan looks like. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember which where I put a frame. So it's one of these two. And if I'm on the bottom, then F. I can't remember. Uh, um, James, I think you're on the top. I think she's I think she's up that way. I thought I was on the bottom well, and could, Morgan was there and you were there. I'm top left for me. Who knows? Who knows? I'll put us anywhere on the screen at the minute just to fuck with us. But anyway. Move around. Uh, this, yeah, she's somewhere. I've pointed at one point. But anyway. <laughs> um, we're going to start the series that we said we were going to start a long time ago. Which is the things to do in. So it's not going to be the normal format. It's going to be us talking about specific towns or things to do or places within Japan. And with this episode, we have started off with Shinjuku, um, which is pretty much what most people talk about when they say Tokyo, because um, it's probably most central to all the towns that make up Tokyo. Um, so is there any particular area of entertainment we want to jump into first? Do we want to go with like tourist spots? Do we want to do like food? Do we want to do... Well, I'm, I'm good with whatever so... format. First thing I just want to mention is if you are planning on going to Tokyo or you're planning a trip now, my personal recommendation is to go and stay, base yourself in Shinjuku. So as Jake just mentioned, it's central to like everywhere, but it's got a massive train station that will literally get you anywhere you want to go. So yeah, if you try and pinpoint yourself as near to Shinjuku station as you can, then you're pretty much set to get yourself anywhere, wherever that may be. Sorry. Yeah, the stations, I think, isn't it the biggest in the world? The second biggest station in the world, I think? Busiest. Um, it's the busiest big. train busiest station, station in the world. In the world. Yeah. Which is a mad, it's, and it really it's is. It's huge. It's huge as well. Like, we went pretty much loads of different places and still didn't explore the whole thing. Yeah, like, you can get lost in there, so many And, like, come out and exit and be like, well, no idea where I am. Yeah, you Absolutely. can you can come out the way you think you went in, but <laughs> end oh, up in God, a completely no. different place. A di- different city, different times. It's just a huge, like, sprawling train station under the ground. And sometimes, actually, we might as well start with the train station now we're talking about it. Um, yeah. Because it's so big, a lot of the time <laughs> they have, um, like, little, we'll call them exhibition things, um, for usually upcoming anime. I'm sure they do it for other things. In fact, they do because they did one for the Baby Metal album release. But um, I know they did one for Jump Force as well, so I guess they do it for everything. Remember they had the the holes in the walls from Goku, uh, Luffy, and Naruto. Oh, and, I saw that. I saw um, that. I know they did something for My Hero as well, and they obviously had the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, which you know we went on a whole adventure to go and see. So, <laughs> oh, unlucky. Yeah, check out the vlogs for that adventure. It's, it's thrilling. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it's a big ass train station, super busy, has cool little exhibits sometimes. They have shops as well because it's yeah. so big. It's like a, and and even though it's like sort of like our normal train stations to get to and from like our city centre, they have like designer shops in it. Now we have like designer shops and stuff in like, um, what would you call it? Like, like intercity train stations, but they have them in just like their normal train stations. So it's weird. Mm. It's weird to see. It's like having a John Lewis at Waterloo train station. <laughs> And as it's, we it mentioned, it'll get you anywhere, including. Um, so the bullet trains from Tokyo leave from Tokyo Station, but Tokyo Station's like five minutes on a train from Shinjuku Station, and then you're straight on the bullet train. Everywhere else in Tokyo, well, you can get there from Shinjuku, so yeah, mm. definitely stay handy. by Shinjuku Station. Speaking of Shinjuku, shall we jump into something? I'd say tourist spots. Yeah. Can do. So, located quite closely to the station is the Shinjuku National Gardens. Which and I it's love. a giant ass park. 
with its own what would you call it greenhouse yeah it was like it was like a walking yeah. greenhouse kind of thing yeah it's a greenhouse yeah it's like a, a flower like a whole Which is flower arrangement and um it has like different like flowers and plants and can't like it does wildlife it does um exhibitions i was reading last night because i've made some notes oh. on everything that we're going to talk about so I don't know what it was when we went, but they do. They have different exhibitions for different type of plants, like throughout the seasons and stuff. So I oh, guess okay, whenever cool. you go, there's going to be different stuff on. But check out the greenhouse. That's new, by the way, because obviously we went last year. That's the first time I've ever seen it. So it, it never used to be there. I think it's fairly new. It's gorgeous. Well. Yeah. It's it's good. We went there. Um, it's good if you're a photographer because there's so many different oh, like yeah. plants and and like flowers. But the greenhouse was good because it was like a little walkthrough that took you around the whole thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It had like a waterfall feature and everything, and like mm-hmm. it had, um, what are they called? Like little lily pads, is it? Lily pads, yep. yeah. The little like a pond with them on, and just yeah. people work on it. And there's like staff there that just take care of them, which is weird because I just saw a staff member trying to like there. just gently put one in the water. <laughs> oh yeah, attention to detail, though, isn't it? Aesthetics. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like this one shouldn't be here. It should be two <laughs> centimeters to the right. <laughs> yeah. Which just proves again that like Tokyo is overpopulation, but they've also it's got just, like a job for everyone. Like outside of that greenhouse, it's a massive, massive park. Mm. Um, just a big open field as well. Yeah, it's got there's a little temple in which, by the way, we didn't explore it. Also, we're gonna have to go back, Jake. I got oh, a picture okay. of that though. Um, if we do want to put a picture in, I got a picture of that little temple thing. I've got a picture in that yeah. <laughs> from previous. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Throw that in as well. <laughs> Um, F guys, this is a podcast. Let's not throw in loads of images. <laughs> yeah, audio friendly. So yeah, there's a little temple. Um, there's a tea house. Oh yeah, we should cover probably food and drink in places where it's relevant. Mm. If, if people plan on going. Yeah. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's a bunch of vendors, like fairly near the entrance, where you can get like ice creams and sandwiches and like, regular food like that. Um, but there's also a traditional Japanese tea house in there, which will probably if you're doing like a lap of the park. You'll come across it at some point, mm. and they'll probably try and invite you in. Uh, so if you're down for some like traditional Japanese tea and all that in a little tea house, then yeah, check that yeah, out. That sounds fun. They've got a big ass koi pond, which is probably like the main attraction. <laughs> which we, yeah, we saw. Yeah, which was funny. The koi doing voiceovers of the fish. The I know, it's weird. <laughs> and they sound weird as well. Oh, and also probably important to mention there is an entry fee, but. It's, yeah. it's 200 yen which is about one pound fifty so yeah, it's, it's not a, cheap, like, not gonna break the bank yeah. yeah oh and also if you go in cherry blossom season they've got a ton of cherry blossom oh, trees in there i need to go so again good if you're a photographer yeah oh god there'll yeah. be some banging photos or if you go in and you're thinking like oh, i really want to see some cherry blossoms head there Did you'll you know see it during april ish time yeah i know it's hard to there. judge sorry go it's hard to judge. Like, if someone's aiming to go for cherry blossom season, it's kind of around the first two weeks in April, but it might be a little bit before, it might be a little bit after. Mm. So you got to aim for that time and then just, okay, fingers crossed. Yeah. Hope for the best. I remember when we went, like, part of the park was closed because of the typhoon, wasn't it? Which I assume would be sorted by now. But... Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it got a bit wrecked. Yeah. It did. But the water It looked like, like an overgrown yeah, it was. sort of... It was like post-apocalyptic kind of. Apocalypse, cool. yeah. Who even knows well, it was, it was still cool. how much of that has been fixed because with Corona. Yeah, they might not have even I, been able to. I imagine people aren't even allowed out to work and stuff. Mm. I don't know. I think they're out of lockdown though. No, mm. I think anyway. I could be. I could be lying. Well, p- places are opening soon, so get out there. To that. Tourist attractions and stuff. Yeah. Um, another thing about the park is it's got many a fountain. <laughs> if you're an avid fountain drinker like myself <laughs> you will find much enjoyment in that park it's probably got yeah. there was a wild one as Mental. well do you remember that <laughs> yeah yeah. get some height on. on about <laughs> yeah. Get, yeah now if you're a child or if you're a parent with a child just be careful with your kid before you turn on the fountain they're going flying if, if not if so, you're yeah. really 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 tall then it's a perfect fountain. Oh, it's yeah. perfect for you. Although you might need to use your foot to turn the tap on. But, you know. Or have a smaller being. If you're Slenderman, you're perfect. Yeah. Also, depends on when you go. You might have, uh, you might encounter D. Morgan Swain. 
with some avid uh, and brilliant tree facts. One, actually. With one tree fact? In fact, I think it was pretty bad as well. And then she quit. Mm. So you probably won't encounter <laughs> Wait, what was That's the tree true, fact? Yeah. Was it the more rings, the older it is? It was when you cut it. You see the yeah, that's how old it is. It's that's a good fact. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> there were some old trees. I feel like that's, that's just, what prompted that. I feel like that's general knowledge in this day and age. That yeah. I knew that when I was like 12. Okay, well, I was just, you know. <laughs> that's why I took over your job. Because you were useless at it. And I had more tree facts than you. Fair. Just got to say the <laughs> truth, innit? But anyway, yeah, that's um, good for photographers. Mm-hmm. There is a slight entry fee. But... I'd say it's worth it for, so worth for like it. one pound fifty. Getting like, because I took a camera and I think Morgan did as well. Yeah. Although you might have forgotten it that day, I can't remember. Um, got some good photos there. Um, I won't put them up just because this is a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pretty sure I included them in my vlog. So go and check that out. Mine and James's will be linked in the description. You spend as much Morgan time as you want, want in there as well, innit? So you pay like that fee, and then you just get to spend all day there if you want. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There's um, no like time slot on it. Also, I've one thing I've just remembered. You get a little if you buy the ticket for the um actually was it there or was that a different park? I think that was a different park, forget it. <laughs> forget it. Fair enough. Cut. <laughs> um but I will I will mention it's also a good place for artists if you're an artist. There's plenty of people there's plenty of like native a... Japanese people in there drawing and doing little landscapes and stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah, even it's got if you a brilliant view, if you want to just see that, tower. oh yeah, and we'll get onto the clock tower in a bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you want to see people doing art, check it out. Or if you want to go and do art, it's a good place to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got some brilliant views. It is gorgeous. I said one of them being the Yoyogi clock tower. Should we do the? Should we just jump into the clock tower since we've transition? <laughs> yeah, moving on to the clock tower now. I mean, this could. I mean, I was going to say, if you're an avid Kingdom Hearts fan, then this is a spot for you. But I think this is a good piece of architecture, anyway. Just if you're oh yeah, into, I like, enjoyed it. I you know, don't play Kingdom I mean, Hearts. So. Touristy spots. Worth, architecture, worth the mention in the Kingdom Hearts thing, though. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, if you happen to be in Shinjuku, you will notice a clock tower quite commonly, um, which is in fact the clock tower that is used on the cover art of Kingdom Hearts Three. It is called the Yoyogi Clock Tower. Now, it's not accurate. It's, you know, I think, uh, I can't remember his name. Guy makes Kingdom Hearts. Oh, it's gone. The, that guy, he did change up a little bit, but, you know, it's pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same clock tower. It's got the, the most important details there, and it's pretty cool. And it lights doesn't up. Have of course. It, but... doesn't have, <laughs> well, they're not sitting on it in the cover art. They're, like, in the back. It's just oh, in yeah, the background. Yeah, yeah. They're on some weird building with a gnome or something underneath it. But, um... Yeah, me and James went because we're Kingdom Hearts fans and dragged Morgan along with us. And it was an as, adventure. As you can hear, even she enjoyed it. She thought it was a cool clock tower. On your way to the clock tower, you'll pass a restaurant called Exlot as well. <laughs> you will. Which is cool. You'll pass Exlot. That's the food area for Yogi Yogi Clock Tower. Yep. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, if you like eggs, they only serve and egg based slot. foods. If you're a slut for eggs, good for vegetarians. But, um,. Also, it lights up, so you know, go at night. Go yeah, see it at night. Yeah, it's, it's cool at day, but it's much better at night time. Yeah, go and see so. it both times. If you're staying yeah. in Shinjuku, you're gonna see it a bunch. So. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. Just enjoy it. Take it in. Uh, okay. Next place, probably arcades. Hell yeah! Sure. Quite, it's quite a heavy, heavy, strong point for Shinjuku because there is quite a lot. Uh, but there is a fair few arcades, all of which are quite big. And I'm fair not just few. talking, like, if you're from the UK, not just, like, a little room of arcade machines. Like, they are huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One like was, like, floors. a whole skyscraper. Yeah. yeah. One was, like, a, an actual skyscraper. Just in it was arcades. And they had, like, mm-hmm. a floor for each thing. They had, like, a floor for claw machines. Then they had, like, playable games. Then they had, like, oh, the, what was that mech one called? That was fun. That was a good game. Yeah. There was some like massive <laughs> mental like mech um, arcade machine where you sit mm-hmm. in. You have to put a seatbelt in. You've got like a console. 
of on your right hand side and you've got like analogs and pedals that you've got to drive this massive mech with it was so fun couldn't understand the word of it just button Japanese, <laughs> but it was so fun and i think we got into an online game at one point with each other oh yeah 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 it didn't go very well i didn't <laughs> it, know the controls died fairly i think we still i think we still won but i think that's because the guy on the end of the row just <laughs> carrying us the entire time absolutely also, he was Japanese so we knew what he was doing his friends were there and they were like watching and obviously judging us being mm-hmm. like these idiots these weebs don't well, know what to do they they didn't laugh because they are polite as we've mentioned in the culture section they are polite and but there's also Westerners. a floor of photo booths <laughs> that we wandered oh, yeah. into there was yeah. yeah they have themed floors so like, each floor is mm. different styles of games like claw machines on the bottom and then as jake said they've got the rhythm games and then they've got the shooters and then the top floor of we should probably mention that we're talking about the uh the taito station wasn't it oh yeah that one yeah taito station was the one yeah the top floor of that is all photo booths so which is yeah. cool if, you, if you're into photo booths let's go go for go it yeah. Sick. <laughs> yeah but yeah there's a nice mix there of things. is another one uh slightly around the corner which has a top floor of uh vr games which is pretty yep. cool as well. Yeah, just like a few VR setups where you can go in. It's one was like a haunted room, and you've got to try and like keep your hands on the table. So you've got the controllers, and you've got to try and like keep your hands on the table. Cool. Like I imagine this weird. I entity, really wanted like, to do that. Towards you. I would. Uh... I did, but we didn't. We couldn't figure out how it worked or if it oh. was even open because there was, was no one there. Hmm. Next but time, it would have been really fun. But if yeah, there's also a VR station in Shinjuku which we never went to, but. If you're into VR, it's worth giving that a Google and see, check mm-hmm. that out. Um, also, if anyone's a, been to them, sorry, go on. Just on food and drink, just in case you want to eat or drink there. So some, not the one we're talking about, but some arcades have bars so you can get a drink, um, which are open later at night. Usually the ones with pachinko in because the Japanese love their pachinko. So you get a bar and you get some pachinko. You're making cash money. But... <laughs> Um, all of them have like vendor machines with like mm. soft drinks in. So oh, yeah. there's always some some form of food. And dish. food. Yeah. Clip to Morgan winning that Pringles. Oh, yeah. Morgan won a bunch of Pringles. Packet, yeah. It was like a, oh, it was a giant although, box. Of although it's not two as boxes. impressive as you think because she spent more on that than she would have done if she'd have just bought them at the shop. <laughs> it was the determination so. that I had. She had to win it. Yeah. Yeah. To and be fair, she's the only one that won anything that year. So. Yeah. Although I feel like there was a fair few tries, but not as much as I thought there was going to be. I thought we'd spend a lot more time in arcades, but yeah, we didn't. There was that, just that much to do. To be fair, not one was really jumping out on me, like previous mm. years, where I was like, I want mm. that thing, and I went for it kind of thing. So I had a couple if of goes, yeah. but if I didn't win, it I was like, eh. if you've got like spare change and stuff as well, like, it's worth it. Yeah. No, I was more concerned about space, like uh, suitcase space, because I was planning on getting a sword and. All bits and bobs, new oh. clothes and stuff. So, but that obviously didn't go through. Mm. Speaking of swords, though, also in Shinjuku. These transitions, man. <laughs> is the Samurai Museum. <laughs> now the great, Samurai great, Museum. Great little establishment, my ad. It is. It is strangely <clears throat> a very small establishment, but then inside, it's some madness. So it is. First of all, you can e- you can go in and just go to the store. So if you if you're looking to buy a sword, that's the place to go if you're in Shinjuku. They sell swords in there. They even sell samurai armor as well, and they sell some other stuff like they got sickles and like little accessories, uh, shuriken, shuriken, kunai. Cool. Um, but if you're not just looking to buy a sword, but you're into your samurai, they do a guided tour, which is one thousand eight hundred yen to get on a tour, which is about thirteen quid, um, and the tour is like so first of all you gotta take your shoes off so you know if you're one of those people that don't like taking your shoes off avoid <laughs> I guess but shoes are coming off and then they do a tour of um, like samurai history they'll show you different artworks they'll show you different armors they'll talk about the different like shoguns or whatnot that war said armors the battles that they'll go through sometimes they have like artwork of battles they'll do them when I went um, at the very end of the tour, and I don't know whether this is a regular thing that always happens. I've mentioned it before, so I'll just briefly uh, go over it. Yeah. They had a samurai come in and do a demonstration. Um, and he got like people up. He gave them swords and he showed them how to like properly 
hold the sword, how to wield it, how to do that little thing where they shake the blood off and then sheath it again and That's stuff. Cool. So that was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, for 13 quid, you know, I feel like that's it. worth it. Um, yeah. They even also, they let us try the, the armor on as well and take a photo in it, which is pretty sick too. So yeah, if you like samurais or even just like Japanese history, like feudal Japan, go and check mm. that out. Or if you want to buy a weapon, go and check that out. Maybe, actually, don't know. Jake's got a little bit of story about buying a weapon. I mean, <laughs> just double check if you can uh, definitely get it shipped to your region. It is kind of hit and miss, though. Uh, briefly explain it. It's in the vlog, so go and check out the vlog if you want the full story. I went there with the intention of, of buying a, a blade. Uh, I did buy one, but you if you buy one of the, I think it's 32-inch blades, they can't, they've got to ship it for you. They've got to ship it back because you obviously can't fit it in your suitcase. And some countries don't allow weapons in, uh, or, well, to be shipped in. James convinced me, well, kind of convinced me, half convinced me that he was fine with his because he, he got his through in the previous years. Uh, didn't you get one the year before? Yeah. Yeah, the year before he got one through, fine. No problems at all. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll just I'll just go for it. You know, worst yeah. case scenario, I'll just see if they'll give me a refund if it doesn't go through or whatever. That's the Bought year it, before. It got... that, just, yeah, that I'm was the show, year before one. Just showing the audience. That's all. Right there. <laughs> it's all your fault. He is. Wherever he is. Uh, so I went in, bought one, got it shipped. And then, uh, yeah, got a bit excited, left. And then... <laughs> Maybe old three months or something later, James gets his. Still no scene of matters. No word of mine. So I'm just like, what the hell's going on? And it turns out it got uh, intercepted by the police. <laughs> I got a letter through the door saying, uh, please don't order swords. If you get any more through, we're going to come to you. I'll search it and possibly arrest you. Jake might have previous though. I don't know. All I'm saying is I've ordered two swords from Japan and I got them both. Jake ordered one. And he didn't get it, and he got a letter from the police. So I don't know whether this guy's got previous he's not talking about or what, but that's my story. Uh, I, th- I think it's just typical look, Jake luck. I think it's just my bad luck. I think it's just... Uh... Listen, I'm no Cairns, right? I don't go around and slap <laughs> stuff, so... Well, I would probably say avoid getting one. Because um, you might not get it. I think it's a bit risky, though, isn't it? Oh. I got a small if you're, one convi- if you're 100% case, so. convinced that you can get one, by all means, but the, the word usually will be, do your research first, and yeah. on well, your own head be it. Just take it as a warning, I guess, that you might not get it. I got a small Saying one. That, I'd spoke, I spoke to the Samurai Museum, you know, briefly, and showed them the receipt, showed them everything, explained the situation, they were nice enough to give me a refund, so big shout out to them guys. Definitely visit them. Yep, support them. Yeah, at least do the tour. Sick. We didn't do the tour, and I'm gutted. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that was just a time constraint. Yes, we never yeah. and then went somewhere else, didn't we? We can do it this year. I'll do it this year. Okay, so <laughs> another thing quite close to the Samurai Museum. Well, actually, you'll notice it before you even get to the Samurai Museum is a giant lizard. Uh, attack at a hotel now if you don't know what I'm on about there is a Godzilla hotel um, it's, uh, is it themed or is it just it's themed like a normal hotel with it like on no it's themed if you stay okay, in there so it's theme... got Godzilla themed rooms <laughs> okay it. so it's a hotel with Godzilla themed rooms and of course the actual hotel itself does have a giant Godzilla come out of it um, it's pretty cool. It has like its own like restaurant in it and everything, and it's got like a timeline on the wall of all like the different films and series that Godzilla's ever been in or based around. I think was it if you buy something from the restaurant or something, you can go out onto the viewing deck. Am I right yeah. in that? Yeah. So, um, what two years ago when I went, it was completely free. So first of all, it's free to go. It's free to get in the hotel. You go all the way up to the top floor. You see that mural, the Godzilla mural that Jake was talking about, and then. The head is also up there, which you can see from outside, like on top of the hotel. It's like he's breaking through it. If you go up to the top floor, you can actually see it. Now, there's a viewing platform there where you can go out and actually like get photos of it and stuff. When I went two years ago, it was you just 
go up and then go out and take photos. But when we went, mm. as Morgan's just said, for whatever reason now, mm. well, I guess because they want to make some money off it, um, you have to go into the restaurant and buy something and then they'll let you out. So. It's probably as well because they just don't want people who aren't staying at the hotel to just mm. walk through the restaurant area and just take photos. Like, yeah. cause they've they, got some, know. they've got some like cool merch and stuff though. But, like I know t-shirts and things. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's if you lo- if you're into Godzilla, they've got like a ton of merch and it's probably worth going to the restaurant. I don't know if they got themed food, but you know, to buy something mm. just so you can get out there and take a photo. If you yeah, if sure. you're big into Godzilla, it, it's definitely yeah. worth it. It's definitely yeah. It's oh, cool. and also cool. go at night because his mouth glows up. Like he's shooting the laser. If he's breathing, yeah. yeah, breathing fire or shooting the laser. So uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And that can cover the food section for that area as well as their restaurant. Their own restaurant. Yeah, he also does sponsorship as well. Because one year when I went, he was holding a giant cup of coffee. It was like <laughs> oh I gosh. can't remember what brand it was, but the cup that was branded cool. and everything. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I wish we'd have gone with him just holding a giant cup of coffee. That would have like been, fucking, that been funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and yeah, and the hotel itself, I don't know how much it is to stay there. I'm guessing it's mad expensive because of what it is. But if you oh, Google yeah. some of the rooms, they've got like, it's like the wall will be like smashed down and his eye will be like looking in it. Cool. Or there's one, there's one where his tail is like coming through the wall and it like wraps around the bed and then goes back out the wall again. So they look like pretty sick rooms. But I, I reckon night. it's probably mad expensive. Yeah, sure. I'd imagine so as well, purely just based on the fact that it's themed. Yeah. Um, it's right but, next... You know, if you're a fan... It's right next door to a cinema as well, which we never went so, to. I'm going yeah. to assume all the films are in Japanese. Why wouldn't they be? But, you know, you might want to see a movie while you're there. Yeah, it's a big cool experience. It's probably got subtitles, right? If you went and watched The Avengers in Japan, it's probably got... It's probably oh, yeah, in English yeah. with Japanese subtitles. We... Or is it dubbed? I don't know. I'd assume English. I mean, we Japanese saw the Will subtitles. Smith film, didn't we? But it was, the post was in Japanese. I'd assume it's subbed. Mm, yeah, I think it is. I'd assume they show the film, but you've got yeah, subbed they'd options. Add, like, the actors that's what they do. Yeah, that's what they do here, isn't it? Is we, we don't usually play like the language. We just play a subbed version of it. Mm. Like if it's in Spanish or something. Yeah. yeah. I imagine they'd do the same there. Who knows? So, you know, that's not us telling you to go and expect that. Just, you know, do your research again. Go at your own. If you do go, let us know as well. <laughs> if you do go, yeah, drop us a Go watch The Avengers. So we can know. <laughs> yeah, because that'll still be shown. still in cinema. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Anyone got Next anything? one. Go on. <laughs> uh... This was one of my favourites, even though I keep forgetting about it. It was one of my favourites. The Shinjuku government building. Mm. Now, you probably heard that and went, oh, that's boring. Government building. <laughs> what are you talking about? But no, it's fun. It's got a viewing deck and it's completely free. Mm. And it's got a good view. It's brilliant. It's... I want to say it's like... One of the tallest buildings in that area because it's right before the all the skyscraper mm, areas, isn't it? But anyway, it's got a good view of the park. It's got a good view of the city. It's got a good view of pretty much everything. You can see like loads of stuff from there. Uh, mm. We went during the night and we couldn't see the park. And it was raining, but as well. we could tell it was the park because it was there was just, just a the giant yeah. pitch black square, <laughs> just a shadow realm. Yeah, it was literally just the entry to hell. But anyway, it was cool. If so you know, it was a good, it was good a day and night basically is what we can yeah, see. Yeah, like, so It's kind of tricky yeah. to get in though. I don't even remember. We, oh yeah. <laughs> we ended up in like some underground section. Yeah. To like find that elevator that actually takes you up, and we even ran into one guy that was lost and couldn't figure out how to get in as well. I think that wasn't was that just out, because? Wasn't, wasn't that just because? It was nighttime though, and the main building's locked. Uh, I mean, I possibly. I don't know. We only went in night. So. I think. I think this is just speculation, but I think the only reason. So like the stairs. So you get to the government building. There's like these weird stairs on the side that go down to like an underground sort of area, That's but it's not event. quite so underground. And it's got like an entry to the building, which then takes you like to a lift that goes right the way up. 
I think that was only the way we went because the it was like ten o'clock, yeah, so that the building was yeah. shut. Um, so they they because we I think we asked someone and they said yeah mm. they have to go down this way. Um, and on our way out we found someone else after we went back up the stairs who was looking for the entry, but you know, just look for some stairs down if it's late at night. If it's daytime, I assume you can just use the normal entrance that everyone else is going through. Never Obviously assume. check. Yeah. Check first. Uh, did you mention it's free? Yeah. Yeah, it's free. Completely free. No charge. So if you want to see a skyline for cheap government mm. building. Banging photographer. Yeah. Uh, tourist spot there. Food and drink wise, there is a cafe up there. And they sell some like merchandise stuff. But, you know, just plan it into your journey and you won't need to eat everywhere you go. Come on, though. No. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's pretty much food and drink everywhere listed. Mm. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah, so that was one of my favourite things, but even eat, like, in Shinjuku. Yeah. yeah. Even though I keep forgetting about it, but wanna, it's because it was free. Trying to bring in the Kingdom Hearts connection, just in case there's any fans. Yes. So, again, if you are a Kingdom Hearts fan, uh, this is another prime spot for you. Now, spoilers, if you haven't finished the game, this is spoilers, but it's also 2020 and it released last year, so what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? It's taking this long. But in the end cutscene, um, very end cutscene, when Sora somehow teleports into Japan, uh, he's in Shibuya Crossing, and Riku finds Yozora atop of the Shinjuku government building. And is walking next to it. So if you if you want to walk in Riku's footsteps, shoes, go and visit. Probably footsteps. His shoes door. will not be there. If you're looking for his shoes. It, ain't going no, it. I mean his shoes are huge. So, but okay. they're not. Take some know. big feet to fill them. Take some yeah. Take some big feet to fill them. So good luck. But yeah, if you want to follow in his footsteps, go there. It's cool. It's cool. It's a cool little. Uh, Nod to it as well. Um, can I mention probably one of the biggest attractions of Shinjuku? Yes. That you guys didn't no. do. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> um, <laughs> the robot restaurant. I feel like it's a it's one of those things that everyone hears about and wants to do regarding Japan. And I got a few little tips that I just want to mention about it because it's kind of a kind of a bitch to get into and to pay for. <laughs> so first of all, if you've never been to Tokyo before and you're looking to go and you're looking to go to a robot restaurant, you might have Googled it and noticed that there are a bunch of websites out there that will do like um will like get you a ticket so you can buy a ticket now while you're in England or wherever you are and then you've got it with you for when you go. Them websites are extortionate. And I recommend avoiding them at all costs. If you're dependent on your trip to Japan, if it's if you're going for like a decent chunk of time, like we went for 16 days, you absolutely do not need to buy a ticket in advance. If you're going for like a weekend, then you're probably mm. probably better off doing that just yeah. to, to guarantee you're getting in. But yeah. say if you've got like a decent, even if you've got like a week, I reckon that's enough. Once you arrive in Tokyo, if you're staying in a hotel, go straight to the concierge and just ask them to make a reservation for you at the robot restaurant and then they'll sort that out for you they'll give you an option of dates pick one pick a time and then you can get down there if you're staying in like an airbnb so you might not have a concierge if you go to the robot restaurant which is opposite the red light district you can't miss it it's a huge ass flashing building with robots outside if you're facing the entrance to the robot restaurant if you do a 180 turn around there's a building behind it it's got a little robot restaurant sign above it in there you can buy tickets and there's a desk where you can make a reservation so if you go there on your first day make a reservation they'll give you dates and times again and you can book it and you'll save a bunch of money because these websites are extortionate now in terms of the money itself the robot restaurant is very expensive for what it is it's 8,000 yen entry fee which is about 60 quid so it's not cheap Um, but the show is mad like personally i think if you if you go into japan it's something you should do and check out at least once um i've been twice now i think um 
and I'll probably go a third time because I know Jake wants to see it. Yeah. But I mean, it's amazing. The show is definitely amazing, but I personally, in my opinion, is it is overpriced. But if yeah. you if you've never done it, you should definitely see it. It's kind of one of them once in a lifetime things. Um, and I know it's called the Robot Restaurant, but the food and drink is not great in there. Well, I mean, the drinks are, the drinks beer, right? Drink drink. But it's canned beer or can they do canned soft drinks as well? But they have like a robot that'll come out in the intervals <laughs> of the show with drinks, and you just buy them off them. So it's just like a literally just a can. Um, the food they give you just like bento boxes and stuff and you have to pay extra like when you're booking your ticket they'll ask you if you want a food ticket as well in my opinion just say no just plan in food around it and go somewhere else go to like a proper restaurant because the food's not great it's overpriced and i know it's called the robot restaurant but it's not a restaurant you have the tiniest little table like it's smaller than Mm -hmm. a school desk that you sit on and you're really there just to watch the show and once the show's over they get everyone out so you've got to eat while the show's on as well you can't just like watch the show and then be like right, i'm gonna grab my food that's not how it works don't think of it as a restaurant think of it as you go into a show um and yeah that's pretty much all i wanted to say on it prepare to pay 60 quid avoid the ticket touts in this country and um mm. don't get the food this is my advice the other thing i'll say is if you're going with kids you enter so i mentioned before it's opposite the red light district you enter through the front door, but they take you out through the back door so that they can keep like the flow of people going, get show after show. When you come out, you exit into the red light district. So if that's something you want to avoid, if you've got kids, but yeah, just bear that in mind. Yeah. Speaking of the food element, um, as James just said, he doesn't recommend eating there. If you do want to plan food around it, there is, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a nice like little tiny tiny little shop which does like katsu curry which is just down is that the, the road one we ate at, Coco's. Yeah. Coco's Coco's curry that, was, that was gorgeous yeah amazing um does nice katsu curries mm. it does it with like tons of different things does it with pork does it with chicken cheese. does it with cheese yeah it does it with cheese as well um yeah so if you if you do want to go there but not pay for the food mm. there i recommend yeah. that place but there are like plenty of other food places as well. If like katsu curry is not your thing, yeah. There's so many other restaurants. There's a ton down that like whole area. I think there's like a KFC if you just want something quick as well. Yeah, there's actually there's a bunch of food places in the red light district as well. And there's a Korean mm. barbecue in there, and there's a pub called St James's which does English food. You can get pizzas and mm. hot dogs. Mm. Kind of sounds like American. We went, food I remember we we went in there. Yeah, we went in there. Well, not for that day, but. <clears throat> it was alright it was a good atmosphere yeah it was nice yeah it's also I don't know if you want to quickly talk about the red light district while we're on it but uh yeah it's nothing like have you ever been to like Amsterdam oh yeah like that's how I was going to say it's yeah it's nothing like that it's a typical red light district yeah I know I mentioned then about like if you you were kids and you come out of the robot restaurant into it there's not going to be like prostitutes in the windows and stuff it's not really how it works everything's behind closed doors so you're not going to see anything anyway it's private yeah, it's just something to bear in mind. And the red light district itself is not all prostitutes. Like there are actually pubs and bars mm. and restaurants along the red light district as well. Yeah, it's, it's kind of worth checking just out. Like a it's got a street, cool little yeah. gate to it as well. Yeah, which is seen in a lot of like artwork for stuff. Mm. That's yeah. so distinct and so specific that people use it a lot for photography yeah. stuff and for design stuff. Yeah, it's a lot less shady than it sounds. Oh yeah, for yeah. Sure definitely although god knows what goes on behind those doors but yeah i'll leave that up to you the audience well god doesn't you want, want to, to know let us know in the god comments doesn't want to know what goes on behind those doors so yeah actually um, at, the, at the bottom of the red light district there's a massive arcade as well so if you're into arcades, that's the one with the vr stuff yeah check that oh, yeah. out that's the one with the vr stuff in it yeah, can't remember the name of it unfortunately but that's the one with the vr stuff so if you if you are interested down the red light district, bottom of the red light district. It's huge. You can't miss it. Um, I think that's pretty much it for most of. There is uh, okay. one thing I've written down. Is there is if you're again if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, there is this is quite out the way of the other stuff, but there is a Square <laughs> Enix shop, or it's kind of like a little cafe, 
Um, yeah, it's not just to, to be clear. It's not the Square Enix Cafe. If it's that's not the Square Enix Cafe. That's in Akihabara. But it has a shop which has a cafe in it. Um, so it's much more relaxed. You don't have to like probably sit down at a table. You can just walk in and have a look at the, mm. some of the stuff they've got for sale. And they've got this cool little back room which is like Final Fantasy themed. It's like all black uh, metallic tiles kind of with like mm, this water awesome. feature yeah. uh, it's, it's just it looks insane so that's also worth going to and you've got like the Square Enix food and drink stuff mm. themed there as well I think you can buy uh, either a cookie or a marshmallow version of that like Dragon Quest little blue blob thing so uh, if you yeah. if you don't like Dragon Quest you can eat that blue blob <laughs> sure. I don't know what you're into <laughs> Um, but it's cool. They've got some cool stuff there. Yeah, they got like some... the Wayfinders from Kingdom Hearts and stuff. They also had. Do you remember that back room with all the like um, the play arts figures in? That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were that whole back room with yeah. the water feature. It's worth yeah. just going to see that. They've got like proper fancy like two hundred pound uh, Final Fantasy figures, and they got um, another thing as well, which they had, which was kind of unseen before, is they had like soundtracks to all their games. Oh, yeah, so they had cool. like this little station with headphones and they had like the soundtracks mm. all above on the shelf and you could listen to the soundtracks through the headphones and if you liked the music of a certain game or series you could buy it which was pretty cool mm. yeah um, but yeah that was a, a cool little hidden gem it's a cool shaped building as well because it's just a dome yeah, it was on like, like a little these, these little stilts it's nice. yeah I don't know how long that's been there yeah I'd never seen it back before. Just to just to see if yeah. it's changed at all, like if the Final Fantasy stuff's still the same or not. Because it's not, it's it is out the way of the other stuff that we've mentioned on this list, but it's still only like a 10, 15 minute walk, I think, from like the mm. station. So it's worth going to if you're a fan yeah. of Square Enix games and series, for sure. Do you want to talk about the hotel rooms? Yeah. As in just our hotel rooms? Well, in terms of places to stay, my recommendation is to get as <laughs> close to the train station as possible. Um, I've stayed in three different places yeah. in Shinjuku, so I guess I can sort of compare. Mm. Um, yeah. So, the first time I went, I stayed in a place called um, Sunroot Plaza, which is like a minute away from the train station. It was in terms of the rooms the room like all rooms in Tokyo are small like hotel rooms you're not mm. if you're expecting to get like mm. a big room you're not gonna um but it was like it was enough it had a double bed in it and then your basics like it had a little fridge bathroom which is pretty much what every single hotel room has that's what we had as well yeah because if you're getting we out went. exploring and stuff you're not spending much time there anyway yeah no yeah. I mean you shouldn't be if you're going there expecting to be chilling in the hotel why what are you doing yeah um, but yeah I, I feel like they were all pretty much the same it's I purely base it on how close it is to the train station Um, I stayed in another place called Nishi Shinjuku My Stays which was I reckon how far away do you reckon we were from the train station 10, ten minute walk yeah, yeah so I would say this was about 5 minutes maybe so it was about halfway. Um, that w- that's probably if you if you're still not settled on a on a hotel. Out of the three that I've been to, that's probably the worst rooms. Not to say it was bad, but it was like literally a single bed and a toilet, and that was like all that fit in there kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then the place we stayed in, which was called the Nishi Tetsu Inn, it was about ten minutes away from the train station, but it had the same sort of quality rooms as the Sunroof Plaza. In fact, I would say it was identical to be honest. Um. So yeah, try and price it up as like. My recommendation is to look where the train station is and then get one as near as possible mm. within your price range. The rooms themselves don't really differ much from my experience from the different hotels, and as Morgan said, it's not that important anyway. You're just gonna mm. save yourself time with the walk to the train station. There are little like sub train stations around Shinjuku that will take you into Shinjuku Station if you're staying further out, but just if that's what you're doing. Bear in mind that you're going to be paying that extra thing on top of every journey that you make. Yeah. Look at accessibility as and well. And also, like, sorry, 
the walk yeah, from the train station to our hotel was like you have to go upstairs and stuff so you want to look at like accessibility and things like that as well if you've got suitcases yeah yeah i mean that's usually on the, like the first and last day though so it's not too much of an issue but again if you do struggle with that then take that into account but mm. uh, and that's by no means like we're saying the rooms are small but that's by no means like claustrophobic like the rooms are what i felt was right size like oh, I, yeah, it was perfect. i'm yeah. someone that i always feel like i have to have a double bed i can't sleep in a single bed like at this point i've i'm used to a double bed and even i was comfortable with the room in fact i think it was perfect size because it was mm. too small to like get dirty and to mess up but also wasn't too small that it felt like i was trapped and mm, no, not stuck anywhere like i still felt like i could move around freely and just get anything i wanted into where it needed to be like that like a a bed with like a built-in backboard which had like all the controls for the tv and stuff mm. and the lights and like a little seats and a table and everything as well so yeah on the on the right or left depending on what style room you get there's like a little couch area with a table in front of it mm. then there's a little area we can put your suitcase which is where i put mine and then there's like a weird like little sideboard thing where you can put like your change and your wallet mm. and your phone and stuff when you're you know, and a mini fridge resting and, for the night yeah. and a mini fridge underneath yeah great rooms and obviously TV on the wall and this uh, bathroom had like a bath a sink and a shower and bath mm. as well so if you did want to not just have a shower or whatever you could have a bath as well it was big enough for yeah. a bath basically is what I'm trying to say but yeah it wasn't like claustrophobic it was no, like, what I felt was perfect size for what it needed to be yeah so it was good I agree it's weird seeing how high tech it was though with the whole like control thing, the control panel. Also, oh, the bed. <laughs> I did not touch that. <laughs> the um, I did. The toilet's pretty high tech as well. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I, I don't think it's safe for YouTube, but I could go into definition of how good those toilets were. <laughs> the toilets are great, honestly. Toilets. I didn't, well, I didn't explore the toilet. Just to the toilet. <laughs> so not, just to clarify. What we're talking about is they have a built-in. Is it called a bidet? Bidet, like, yeah, bidet. yeah, bidet. It's the typical you've probably heard of them already if you're mm. a fan of Japan or if you've just you know heard of Japan is their toilets and they've got like a built-in bidet. Now, if you're skeptic on how they work or if you'd <laughs> like them or not, try it. Well, they're great. They're great. They were, they were great. I'll be honest. I was skeptic at first. I was like, I don't know how I'd handle that. Well, it was like. Is it just gonna destroy me <laughs> when I sit down, or is it? No, it's fine. You can control the finer details to get exactly what you want. That's all I'll say on that. Hey, tell us about yeah. your bidet experiences in the comments. <laughs> Don't do that, please. Don't do that. Moving swiftly on, <laughs> um, shall we close with like? nightlife or like sort of food and drink around the city could do i've got a few on food and drink yeah i've got a few i can sell food and drink. want to kick it off then and then i'll sure drop in anything um, you don't cover so we've been very uh exotic so far with our food and drink stuff apart from maybe the egg slut restaurant because i think <laughs> that's american brand but you know uh if you are a fan of american chains or you know foreign chains even the sort of typical fast food places, so things like Mackey's, KFC, Big King, even those places in Japan are way different to what we've got mm, here. Definitely. So opposite our hotel, we had a Mackey's sort of counter and it had like a seating area upstairs, which was a, a godsend on some of the oh, late yeah. nights. Even they were very different in the sense that they've got a different menu and they've got like a different way of work and so obviously this was just a Mackey's counter and then upstairs was a seating area if you wanted it but free Wi-Fi it was 24... well, by the way free Wi-Fi mm-hmm. I think it was 24-7 am I correct in saying that? I mean yeah, we so never saw it closed mm-hmm. so and no. we were we were um, up quite late some nights as well so yeah. yeah I think one night we got back at like half 11 or something and me and you just went and yeah. got a Mackey's there because we were just hungry god I missed um, Mackey's <laughs> And one thing that they had on the menu was a chicken teriyaki burger, which was just, oh my god, it was phenomenal. It was. I amazing. also recommend the melon Fanta, which was phenomenal. And they had, yeah, melon Fanta there as a drink as well. So even like the generic sort of restaurants like KFC, Burger King, Mackey's, even they're worth trying 
if you just fancy like a taste from home but also want to be a little bit breaking the boundary so yeah yeah, and also, as well, we had the the restaurant underneath our hotel, yep. which was nice. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah, keep, keep an eye out because the restaurants are bloody everywhere. If you if mm. like noodles, there's a noodle shop on like every street corner. Mm. Uh, if you want to go for something a little bit different one night, um, what I used to do was get Google Maps up and go to the restaurant section and then the what's near me section, and mm. then it'll just pull up and it'll segment it into like Chinese, Italian. Um, whatever whatever you're looking for and then go and check one of them out because there are thousands it's probably not even worth going through them because yeah there's just so many you should just, go, yeah. just go and explore and go and check them out um i'd say like every two two buildings like as you're walking past every two buildings was a restaurant or food source of some mm. some kind yep in terms of getting drinks and stuff a lot of the bars in Tokyo, this is in Tokyo in general, not just Shinjuku. Charges seat and charge, so there's a lot of places where you'll have to pay before you even enter. So if you're going, if you're going around at night and you're just looking for different bars and stuff, be careful. Like, don't just go wandering in because you'll get charged, and then mm. you're kind of stuck in there. You might as well have a drink because you've already paid just to sit down. Um, we're English, so we kind of went to the English bars and pubs, which. There is no seat in charging, and if you're looking for them, I think they're branded as hub pubs. So you look for the red sign that says hub. Go to one of them if you're English. If you're looking for the football, they show the football, just not if it's a late kickoff. You ain't getting to see that. Yeah, we'll cover that in a different <laughs> unless podcast. It's specific, so. yeah, yeah, unless it's specific to that game you're hoping to watch, then yeah. Yeah, there are places to go, but we're gonna do a separate podcast on that if you're interested. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, if you're English and you're just looking for like a more sort of familiar drinking scene, look for the hub pubs because pub. they're still small. Every every bar in Tokyo is small. It's kind of more like a bar than a pub, but it's they've tried their best to make it to give it like an English pub vibe. And I mean, some of them, one... Sorry, some of them sell English food as well. Like that St James's in the red light district that sells English food, and there's a couple of other places that sell English food. Mm. So. Again, if you're missing like home food or home drinks, keep an eye out for those places. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are English owned, so they will serve English food and drink, um, or even like you know foreign owned. But that one, that one we went in, I can't remember what the name of it was, unfortunately. But the one we went in was still like it didn't. F- it, it, it felt like we were still in Japan, but it also felt like we were at home like it, yeah, it no, felt no. like a normal english pub the only thing that was different about it was that everyone around us was japanese or asian of some kind obviously mm. so it was it was weird it was kind of like that in between where it felt like home but it was also you knew you were on holiday still in japan yeah i just like i just like it's a little bit more personal and it just feels more like an english pub like yeah. you can go and get your own table and sit and have drinks in these in like a regular japanese bar it's very much like like you see in anime where it's just a bar and you go and sit at the bar and mm. like there's no other room. You can't go away and get your own table. You sat at the bar, you get charged a seat in charge and then every time you finish your drink, they'll be putting another one down because they can see when you finish and they want your money. So I don't know. I, it's, I'm not really a fan of that kind of system. It's pressure, yeah. It's kind of, I guess, if you're on your own, you'll be sat next to someone so you can get talking to them, I guess. But for me... And I imagine for yeah. most English people, they prefer that sort of more pub. yeah pub English atmosphere pub element. Yeah. So hub pub, yeah, that's the way to go. Hub pub. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's pretty much everything on my notes. Don't know if anyone else has got anything they want to add. Um, no, that's everything on mine. I think. Oh, the only thing I've not really gone over is the Seven Elevens and the Lawsons. Oh yeah. Yeah. They are pretty much everywhere, like on every street corner. I'm sure everyone knows what a seven eleven is. A Lawson is just the Japanese equivalent of that. But they have both. Mm-hmm. Um and they're everywhere. So handy just in case you've been living under a rock, a seven eleven is just a convenience store. <laughs> yeah, handy just for the Although what are you doing if you don't know what that is? Some <laughs> snacks or whatever, or you want some melon fanta. Something like that. Um 
also, but also breakfasts. Yeah, we got we got a bunch of breakfast there just to save time that and stuff. So nice. Oh, and they'll heat yeah. your food up as well. If you get like a cheese toasty, they'll heat it up for that, you. That was mad. Yeah. yeah. Imagine going into a Tesco and they're just gonna heat up a panini for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty sick. Um, cheap and if you are trying to save time, get a breakfast dining before you get to the train station. That's one way to go. Yeah. But also, if you're an anime fan. In the, I think in both actually, Lawson and Seven Eleven, they sell the weekly jump every week. So, worth picking one of them up just as a souvenir, even if you can't read Japanese, because they're pretty cool. Yeah, we but we Look picked up two, which were great. Yeah. Oh, and well, they have the original manga in, don't they? If you messed up, fun. we're gonna cover this when we do a Studio Ghibli um podcast. But if you messed it up and you didn't manage to get a ticket, you can buy tickets from Lawson. They have a machine there. It's all in Japanese, so good luck. But it can be done. The only thing I'll say is it's very, very difficult because it sells out very fast to Studio Ghibli. So unless mm-hmm. you've gone there with like days in advance and you go to a Lawson straight away and try and get one, it's going to be tough. But as a last resort, if you've messed it up or you forgot to get one, have a go, I guess. Worth a try. Um, yeah. But, you know, don't bank on it. One more note, and again, we can cover this in a future episode. Uh with 7-Elevens and pretty much most shops, convenience stores, whatever, in Japan, they are sponsored by Pokemon. So they have Pokemon oh, yeah. Go stops. Handy. And as James just said, 7-Elevens are everywhere, which means Pokemon Go stops are also everywhere. Also Mackies as well, they, they sponsor them. Mackies are sponsored by them as well. And I they're think also pretty much most, I'd say more places are sponsored by them than not. Yeah, so, so as you can imagine, yeah. if you're into Pokemon Go, stops everywhere, it's which like means heaven. spawns Ace. everywhere. So yeah. yeah, it's a madness. Get yourself a gotcha we, or a Pokeball Plus, and you can catch on a go. We, on a we go. were sat in the hotel uh, room late at night, and we had one literally opposite us as, as the Mackies. Um, I remember many a night just staying up because I was trying to get to sleep, and just constantly getting spawns because there was that many. Yeah, cool. There's actually able to just sit off and play Pokemon Go in the room. And there's a spot. Um, it's like. So there's a bunch of arcades. I don't know how to explain this. This one has never been. But as you come out of Shinjuku Station, if you turn right, there's a KFC. You'll see the KFC. Behind the KFC, there's a bunch of arcades. Behind those arcades, there is a spot that's like a dedicated Pokemon Go spot. So there'll be like, there's a bunch of benches. They're white benches with Pokeballs on them, so you can tell it's a Pokemon. There's a vendor machine with a Snorlax on it. And is there's free wi-fi in that space there's like three poker stops that are load up 24 7 free wi-fi and a vendor machine if you want some food and drink so if you want to play pokemon or you want to meet some people that are into pokemon especially pokemon go head to that little spot it's a cool little chill out place get some spawns get some pokemon and yeah check it out if you're into pokemon go Hi. for sure for sure one more quick topic as well as james mentioned vendor machines this is pretty much for everywhere in japan though but vending machines are everywhere. everywhere. Like, even on the outskirts <laughs> of like towns, they're there. Which is a great element because I am one of those people that I will get thirsty late at night and then the shops will be closed and I'll be like, F in the chat. But oh, yeah. in this country, you can just walk down and get a drink from a vending machine. And it's great. But they're pretty much everywhere. Mm. So that's yep. not specific to Shinjuku. Yeah. That's all I've got to say on that, basically. Wanted to bring that little note up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, we've covered all the big stuff. Much most of it in in Shinjuku. And bear in mind, this is all in Shinjuku, and it's this tiny little town, all within like ten fifteen minute walk from each other. And there's like we've filled an hour with yeah, like you haven't even had to spend any money on a train yet. So, and you're already having a great time, isn't it wonderful? Yay, Yay, Japan. Yay. <laughs> so stay tuned for the next episodes because that's yeah. when it's going to get real fun. Yeah. That's when the fun begins. This one was fun. Well, that's where the fun continues. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Do we know what so, area we're doing next, or is that just going to be a surprise? It's a surprise. Stay tuned to, <laughs> to find out. Not to find out. <laughs> yep. Well, we'll see you then. Bye. Do the... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay.
No. Do the usual, like, follow, subscribe, click the bell notification so you and know when that next episode comes out. Yeah, if you've been to Shinjuku as well and you've got any tips or anything, drop them in the comments. Yeah, if you think there's something that we haven't mentioned that is worth mentioning. That we've missed. Or ask questions and we'll try and answer them. Yeah, get down there. Questions, experiences, other attractions we might have missed, slap them down there. Okay. Do See you in the next episode. Bye. John it. Matt done it.